Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Brian Silverbest with me, and we all want to talk about Heroes Con 2016 and give give y'all our experience and everything. And hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. Today I have Brian Silverbacks with me. Hello. Hey, what's up, Brian? How you doing today? I'm good. We're coming at you live and direct from the Creation Cave. Right. In the Silverback <laughs> Palace. <laughs> for you guys who don't know, this is Brian Silverbacks' Creation Cave. We're making all the good stuff, the goodies. This is also home to Bullet, my obnoxious dog. And Electra, my little bitty chihuahua, that will be barking in probably about 20 minutes when my wife gets home. So guys expect a lot of barking. They could just go up there. Who knows? We'll see how it works. <laughs> so but I'm going to keep it real. I'm keeping it 100. Keep it 100. I'm keeping it 100. Yo, cell phone on everything, right? Yeah, this is this is legit. You ask me, this is what you get. <laughs> what you get That's and what, what you, you hear. Get. That's what you get. <laughs> so, you seen the movie Let's Be Cops? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. You know, Damon Wayans Jr. and him and the, 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 the guy from um from New Girl. New Girl, right. Yeah, the, the, in the Jack movie. Johnson. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Yeah. Whatever, Jake. He gets punched in the face and he goes, that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I love, it's a corny movie, but I love it. You always love the corny movies, man. Well, that and the whole cop thing appealed to me because I was a cop at the time. So. Uh, that is true. Yeah. We might talk about that another time. Yeah, well, that's a whole different kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to put that in there somewhere. They're going to be like, well, what kind of shit did you see? Literal <laughs> feces. <laughs> see, that's another podcast we should do, man. Yeah. Just being Amos podcast. I don't know if your viewers want to hear cop stories. No, we're going to kind of get in there some kind of way. All right. But what are we talking about today, Amos? So today, guys, we're going to be talking about Hero, Heroes Con 2016 that was in Charlotte. Heroes Con. You, said you put the S on it that time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, it's really not like did. a hero cat. Oh, no. We're not going to talk about that. Or Heroes Cat. You, you, you really, on, really on that, man. <laughs> Come on. Heroes yeah. Cat. Heroes Con. Yeah, so Brian. Yes, sir. So you've been to Heroes Con, what, two years this is now? My, this, this was my second year. Heroes Con last year, 2015, was... Uh, that was the very first convention that I had ever applied to be at. But you've been there before as a fan years ago. I remember I told you to come. I went there with you once, but I was so lost in the sauce that Penny and I drove up there. It was just for one day, and we walked around, and I went up there with no money. So it wasn't like I was there, and I was overwhelmed with the art, but I couldn't buy anything. Like It was, it was just basically a one-day adventure for Penny and I. Yeah, I remember that. I had said one day, and I was there for the, the and I whole three days. I think you were there with Bagley, though, right? That, that year was I was. Day. Yeah, that year, that year I was. I, I've been there for eight years now. I've gone for eight years. Yeah, you had convinced us to try to go up there, and then we went. We, it was just like a date thing for us. But so last year was my first time tabling, and it was the first table I'd ever booked myself at. So I I was very very new to how this whole process worked and everything. So yeah, Simulac behind the ears. Uh, it was yeah. <laughs> I, well. I signed up for Heroes first, but in doing that, I found two smaller conventions 
that I could attend as a as an artist prior to Heroes. So Heroes was the very first one I signed up for, but while waiting for Heroes to come around, I was able to knock out two smaller conventions. And what so convention was that? My very first convention I ever tabled at was Joe Lanta 2015. That's right. I which I was a toy show for GI Joes and I was I made $75 in 2 days. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. that's how much it cost for a table. So I was like, wow, this convention shit's going to be hard cuz I just I was like if I had to stay in a hotel, I would have sucked ass. So I that was my very first one. And I had already signed up for like uh, the next month to do uh, Retro Megacon down in uh, down in Pooler, Georgia. Pooler. 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 No, isn't it Pooler? Yeah, okay. South Georgia. Okay. Somewhere down there. It's like real far away. It's like down by Savannah. Oh yeah, it is far. So, but I I, I was like it's dead Georgia, so I didn't realize that it was going to be a six hour drive. So. Right. Penny and I went down there for that convention. Yeah, that's Bullet chewing on his bone. He he has to be near us. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, there it is. Uh, so we went down there, and at Retro Megacon, I, it was another... I think that was a three-day convention, and we stayed in the hotel. It was very... It was very... Uh, I think the convention was new to them, too. Like, uh. It was kind of rinky-dink. I get, it, it was so cool. So that was those two conventions, and then I went and did Heroes Con. And Heroes Con, the scale of Heroes Con, blew blew my mind. Like I couldn't get, I couldn't wrap my head around it. See, previous years, no one, the years I was going, and it wasn't that huge. That was the dubstep. Dub, car, the dub car show was also there, taking up half the convention. That's thing. right. You know, you get the boom, 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 all the sound and music. Then on the other end, you just got the guys. Selling comics, artists, and you got cosplayers, you know? Yeah. He could have mistaken some of the cosplayers as someone with bikinis and everything <laughs> over the car show, whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know what? What really threw me off with the first Heroes Con was I was sitting next to Matari. Right. Matari and I had arranged so that he would be at the table next to me. Because Heroes Con was the first, his first convention that he signed on for. And I, we ended up communi- connected through Instagram. And we then, then we said, all right, we're both going to share. We're both going to share our first experience at Heroes Con. So we both did Heroes Con together. And since we were both green, we wanted to be beside each other. And so I had him next to me. And then two blocks uh, uh, right next to him was like uh, JR. And like two more down from him was Randy Bishop. So I was surrounded with, you know, guys that I had kind of already met before and kind of known because I met. Uh, Randy Bishop at Joe Lanta, my very first convention. He's the, he was two booths down from me. That's the very first artist that put a Deadpool in my Deadpool book. Oh, that is right. That, I remember that. Not an artist at the convention because Shannon Manor was the very first the Sailor that, Moon Deadpool. The Sailor Moon Deadpool, and then Mark Wright put one in there, but I had to pay him ten dollars to put it in there because I was still a jabroni at the time. <laughs> and then Randy Randy Bishop put one in there. That's cool, man. I mean... So this year, I went solo. I rolled up there with no penny. Matari and I did not booth next to each other. Like, we didn't set anything up. I was I was debating on whether to go at all because I knew that I wasn't going to make any money. Well, you know what? I always want you to come, man. I know it's about money thing with you, the making money, it, it, but... Not, I enjoy going. I enjoy going. But, Amos, I can't continue to do conventions where I know that... I'm not going to even be able to pay for the hotel room, dude. Like, 
Friday and Saturday combined is how I paid for my table. So that means I still have to make up gas and what you call. And I did all this. And I didn't know when I left that I was not going to have a backdrop area. Right. Because nobody's coming to Heroes Con to see Brian Silverbacks. They're coming to Heroes Con to go see the name brand guys that they grew up with or that they're following currently that are in the industry. And then with their little bit of extra money, they're going to go to the artist alley where people like people like me live and that what they're doing is they're browsing all the all the big displays of all the prints that all these guys that like me have well i didn't have a backdrop so i couldn't have my prints which is normally how people will walk by my booth and point to the deadpool harley quinn and say oh i want that deadpool or oh the power ranger did you see the power ranger oh did you see this like they're not coming because i'm i'm cute they're not coming because i got my boobs out they're coming because they can see the type of work that I have. And without that backdrop, Heroes Con cuts off my nuts. And now I'm just sitting there hoping to get them to look through my print book. Right. And and without that, I th- I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure that I was g- I gypped. That's actually a racial slur. Yeah, we don't. gypsies. But, yeah, you uh, wanted to do that. So I, I, uh, so I was actually just, my nuts were cut off. And I, I believe I'm about $100 shy because I didn't have an area where I could have my backdrop. Yeah. And I got to see my neighbor to the left, who was in the center, he had his full skyscraper of 50 prints showing, and I watched people say, hey, let me get the Bubba Fett one. Hey, let me get that one. They didn't peruse the shit that's on his table. They just looked up from afar, saw which one they wanted, approached his booth, and then asked for the print. I didn't have that. Because you were short of the space. You didn't have a big enough space. The, my backdrop was the guy next to me. Yeah. Or the guy right behind me trying to sell his stuff. To yeah. I've seen that. I've seen so that. It, I, I'm, and, I mean, I'm sure if I had it booked far enough in advance, I could have said... And, by the way, that was your phone, not my phone. <laughs> uh, if I booked far enough in advance, I could say, you know, let me get a wall seat or whatever. But I still think if you're gonna if you're going to give me a donkey punch booth then my price needs to be not $300 a table. Like the, like the same guy with the backdrop of Skyscraper of Prince, he paid $300 for his table, and I paid $300 for my table, and I don't have nearly the amount of amount space, of space or yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And every point. time someone wants to get out of the little island, right. they have to, hey, can you scoot up? Hey, can you scoot up? So it was just, it's, I, I don't like that one bit. Yeah, because last year, man, you had a bigger space, and I remember well, I that. was up against the wall. Yeah, you're right. You're right beside the bathroom. Yeah. Well, right by the concession oh, stand. Oh, right. Not the, well, you was... <laughs> I was by the concession That's stand. That's right. The so concession stand. waiting in line to buy french fries looked at my stuff. Wow. <laughs> man, that's crazy. So that... Yeah, so Heroes Con... Man, it's fun to attend. I got to meet some really cool people. That's my another question I'm about to ask you, man. No, while you you know you couldn't leave your booth, your table that much, but when you did have the opportunity to leave your table, you so, who, what artists did you it, meet? Who it, did you meet? It even got well. The, my only opportunity to meet artists was uh, they let us in roughly about an hour before the show started. That's right. So during that hour, and then sometimes when I would just be willing to throw a tablecloth over my booth because without having a booth buddy or someone to man your booth, if I'm not at the table, I can't make a sale. 
And I understand what you're saying because, like you said, I was with Mark Bagley at the time. I'm with him. Yeah. And, you know, he got to use the restroom. He, I said, you need anything to drink, Mark. You know, he's, you know, you got to really get away from your table, man, because you are human. Well, you got that, to... that and your, your, your ass starts to get numb. Yeah. And you just, you're getting bored. I'm staring at these same dudes across the way. It just, uh, it, it, it just it's very mundane. And then it's, it never fails. As soon as I go to put my headphone in, somebody will come up and say, Hey man, nice art. And then I gotta put my headphone back. Like it's, they're not coming to buy anything. They're just coming to say, oh hey, what what do you got going on over here? So, you can't. I can't even keep my headphones in. I just have to sit there. I have nobody to talk to because I, I had to create a barrier between my neighbor to the left, just so I could have my Baku banner, who was facing like. In an odd way, yeah. it was basically a wall between me and the guy to my side, just so I could maybe get some FaceTime. Maybe somebody in the backdrop of somebody's pictures or something, you know, maybe that would get in there. That's that was the hopes. Man, but uh, so yeah, I, it really is beneficial. If anyone thinking about thinks thinking about going to a convention, I think it is. Well, as, as cumbersome as it is to have a booth, buddy. You really need to have someone. If it's not the artist right next to you, like you guys are cool people, you guys are friends, hey, man, watch my table. I'm going to yeah. go do this. I'm going to go smoke. I'm going to go eat. I'm going to go take a shit. I need to do something. I'm going to go take a walk around. But so all that being said, I did close my shop and throw my tablecloth up a few times to walk around. One of the first people I met was uh, Elliot Fernandez. Right. Who goes by the the artist title Jerkmonger? I seen him over the table on the corner over the yeah. table. Yeah, and I I had I came across him doing the t shirt game, doing the t shirt stuff. He had worked with Crystal Bambara, Bambuda, Bambara, and they had done a series of the Loki charms. The t shirts I seen, yeah, yeah the yeah, group the, and the Loki charms, group, group loops, yeah, Loki charms, the Thorios, and he tagged he tag teamed with her. To do those series of shirts. Like, he would draw the artwork, and then she would take it and color it in Illustrator and make it into t-shirt designs. And they sold a million bajillion shirts. Like, it's a very popular shirt. I've seen it at Heroes Con. I've seen him at every convention. Yeah, I've seen him last year at Heroes Con. Yeah, so I got to meet him, and his work is outstanding. And I've watched, uh, followed his stuff on Instagram. And I just wanted to, you know, come up and just introduce myself to him. And, uh through doing that I found out that he has actually started to get paid work through Marvel and DC and he's done some paid work for Archie like he started off just being a really good artist and then kind of dabbling not he's not quite like me in the t-shirt thing but he does them every now and then uh but so it's really cool that he's taken his work is phenomenal phenomenal so it was really great to talk to him and I asked him about his uh he has a a specific facial shot that he does. He likes to do the uh, looking up at the character, like so you can see the inside of their oh, nose, yeah, okay. and you can see the underside of their chin. And for anyone who's tried to draw, that's a very difficult position to try to draw from because you're not quite sure how the chin works when you're coming at it. Like, do you draw a line? Do you just leave it blank? So he has perfected that pose, and he uses it a lot, and he's a master of it. So I got to pick his brain a little bit. That was one of the, that was my. I think that was my very first encounter with someone that I had admired and followed on social media. Right. Yeah. I, I seen him on the corner of um, the t- his table with some people I knew. Oh, well, I know. And, yeah. Um, like you know them or you've heard of them? Well, I know them. Okay. I know them. And another person um, that you met was Buzz the Artist. 
I did meet Buzz. I met Buzz because he was sitting right in front of you and Mark Bagley, and you had you had gotten a sketch, the sp- Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen from right. him, and told me about it. And then then we went to Old Jarvis, uh, <laughs> and then you had told me, oh, he's right over here, and this is the guy that dimed out the art thief. Yeah, some of the local conve- at some of the other conventions, and uh, so we walked over there. You and I did. And then we got to, this was Saturday morning before if they the opened up the started. started, yeah. So this was going to be that day. So he's, he, you guys had already seen each other. Yeah, because Buzz, I haven't the, seen Buzz in like probably like four or five years. Yeah. No, I always keep in contact through social media through with Buzz. And uh, he he said that you're going to be the to, we're going to be the tokens. tokens. <laughs> you're going to be the token black guy. He's the token eight. Si- Token tall Asian, <laughs> and I guess I said I guess I'm just the white guy. Who? Somebody else was standing there with us. It was another. It was a lady. Um, oh yeah, I guess the token female. I don't no. know. But, it, but so talking to him was really cool, and hearing his story about how he got into comic books at 15 years old, and got his, uh, you know, gotten like a low down, like a, a download gig at like 17 doing comic books, and how his non-conventional path to comic books. Really energetic guy, very really, foul mouth yeah, guy, yeah. Uh, very say what you feel kind of dude, and I'm I'm down with that. But but you, but you know when I was talking to Buzz, that's why I didn't want you to meet him because he so you remind me so much of you, <laughs> he, a little yes, bit of you, man. He, ha- he has the he has he has the very hey, this is very matter of fact. This is what this you is get. How it is. This is what you what you're going to get with yeah, me. And I'm not going to candy coat it. So it was, it was fun and refreshing to talk to him. And I was finally, by the end of the convention, able to get him to sketch a really quick uh, Sharpie into my Deadpool book. Like yeah, I've seen it. That's pretty cool. Deadpool in there. So I got to meet him. I got to meet. Uh, I got to meet a, another artist, Edward Chernigia. 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 I'm not real sure on the pronunciation of the name. Now, some of the artist names are kind of tricky to pronounce. Uh, but he was up there with Lisa Shin, and uh, he I talked to him about the sketch card game. Apparently, he's been doing the sketch card thing for a while now. So I just talked to him, and he made it. He gave me the reassurance that you're not always going to get paid peanuts for your sketch cards as long as you keep banging out quality work. So I didn't get a whole lot of chance to interact with him but he seemed like a really cool dude and his artwork's very uh very pastel and color pencil like that's his medium it looks like when he does his sketch covers and when he does his uh when he does his sketch cards right even like some of his print workers it really looks pastel and color pencil-y but he was really cool to talk to uh, who else did I, I talked to Bagley a little bit about how to use the blue line pencil oh, when did you, well, I must have been gone when you did that yeah because I, I had asked him if I could come by. His, I said, dude, I need to try to see if I can come by your house. It's been a while since I've been there, and I really just want to look at your tools and stuff. And then I had asked him about the blue line, and then he started telling me about how he... It's it's all technical shit, but... No, he, I'm not an artist, so yeah. He I started mean. talking about using the blue line pencil and stuff, so I got to talk to him for a little bit. Who else did I get to talk to? Williams, I think. Oh, Freddie Williams, yeah. I cut... Ca- I walked. Freddie Williams was sitting next to Mark Texahara, who did Ghost Rider and others. He did a lot of stuff. stuff, Yeah, I grew up, you know, on Mark Texahara doing some covers and stuff for Johnny Blaze. Mm -hmm. I remember Uh, that. 
And he, he was also his work was usually fe- featured on some ske- on not sketch cards, but on the trading Marvel, cards. Marvel on uh, masterpiece, I think. Not masterpiece, but it was just the regular Marvel cards, whatever oh. the Marvel cards, Marvel Universe cards. So it's really cool, and I felt, man, I, I looked at the prices of the stuff that both of these gentlemen had on their table, and they were not cheap to get them to sign something or to even like pretend to lift a pencil. Like they were pretty expensive. And I was intimidated. I was like, I don't want to take up this guy's time. You know, he, he's charging this amount of money. Any interaction that I may have, I'm not going to buy anything from him. So I'm taking money out of his pocket. You know, I, I felt I feel weird like that. But Freddie Williams is responsible for doing com- the book called Doing Comics Digitally. I'm not sure exact title, but it's something about doing comic books digital. And, dude, that... That is some awesome, like I've read that book and I keep it by my side in order to like use it as reference to try to pick up on how to do things. And it's really informative. And that's what hooked me onto him because I don't, like I said, I don't collect comics anymore because I can't afford it. But I appreciate the art and I appreciate what's going on. And I know that he's done a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I know some of his work. And uh, so I, and I've watched some and that got, reading the book turned me on to his tutorials and some of the stuff that he has set up through his pay uh he has some paid stuff on through his website and uh i wanted to i i finally got a chance i caught him coming down the aisle and i just wanted to i said hey man thank you i appreciate you know the book that you've put together and the tutorials that you've done and we we talked for probably about 30 to 40 minutes man just right in front of my booth about how how to set up pages how to how to think like an artist how to, you know all this stuff that it was just, and my, honestly, my main thing to tell him was how much I appreciated what he'd done for teaching the next man. Right. Not so much about his work, because I'm not familiar with all of his work. I'm familiar with what kind of work he does to try to help other artists. And I wanted to, because some people have come to me, as, as small as I am, some people have come to me and said that they appreciate yeah, me I've seen help, that, helping. I've seen that before when people come by your table. Out. So I, I, uh, it, I, and I know that feels good. It makes me feel really good when someone says, "Dude, you've helped me out." I don't like taking it. It's a, I'm not real good with compliments, so I don't know how to fully accept them. But I, it still feels good, and I wanted to make sure that Freddie Williams, when I when I when I got a chance, got that same feeling because I really wanted him to know how much it meant to me that he took the time to put together this book and he answers Q and A's and stuff like that and the videos that he does. And so I, it was really great talking to him, man. I really got a lot of cool insight and he even took a picture with me. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. He put on Facebook. He did. I seen that. So that, that was pretty much like that was, if anything, talking to him was probably the highlight of, of my trip up there. Just, I I wish I could have just, I wish I had more to offer. I wish I was more on these people, on these guys level. So that it wouldn't feel like them talking to just a jabroni. Which, in their eyes, I know I'm probably just a jabroni, right? So I'd, I'd like to be able to say, oh, I'm Brian from so-and-so comics or, you know, from this project. And, um, you know, kind of be on their level so we, so that I would feel more comfortable having a conversation that way. That's well, just weird how saying. I am. Yeah, you are weird like that. And there you go, guys, bullet. Yeah, well, he ran upstairs, so we'll see what happens now. Yeah. But so that, that's that, uh, 
other than that, I can't I can't remember right offhand. I think I covered every the 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 meeting. You know, me and venturing away from my table. Oh no, I did get to talk to uh, Ralph Griffiths, who apparently uh, he was with he was he was one of the writers at Arrow Comics, and they did uh, like a story called Oz back. You know. It took place in the land of Oz. Right. And they had, like, the pumpkin head man and all kinds of scary tales. They do stuff like that. He came by my booth and was and told me, ask if I had any sequential art. Right. And I was like, I, I just did my first page of sequential art for myself the other day. And I didn't bring it with me because it's my very first one. I'm going to hold on to it. And he said that he his mission the reason he's walking around is he needs to find artists so he's scouting artists yeah and he's looking to uh they're looking to relaunch some of the titles from his arrow comics days so uh that was really like we talked for probably about an hour about just what it takes to not just be a pinup artist or be able to draw fan art but to actually put together panels and tell a story and i may not be good at it but I do kind of know what it takes. And right. I know that my first book that I do is not going to be a masterpiece. Like, no, there's going to be a lot of growing that needs to be done. Well, we know it's not going to be a masterpiece. It's your first book, though. Well, right? I, know, I know. But, I mean, if it, I, I, I let him know that I have no delusions that just because I've been drawing for a while or just because I know kind of what the setup for a sequential art page looks like i know that i'm not going to get it right right i know that it's going to take you know repeated attempts at doing this so it was really cool so if you get a chance you know google ralph griffith and see some of the stuff that he's worked on and i i left his table when he left my table he said come he said he's not here by himself he's here with some, a friend of his and they're set up at booth and i couldn't remember the number so I kept walking around trying to find that booth or find the name, and I never, I never got back in touch with him. So I have no contact information for him. I went to the Facebook page that that he has, and that hasn't been updated in like two or three months. Wow! So I, I may have pissed that away. Like I was like, dude, I gotta find the table that you said you're at. But it was still cool nonetheless to have him talk to me and bullshit. But that, that okay? That now that completes pretty much. My uh, your experience for Heroes Con this my, year. My interaction with artists that are on a level where I'd like to see myself one day. That's cool, man. I mean, you, for me, I love going to Heroes Con because it's a outlet. Well, you're a connoisseur. You're going there because you actually read. You actually keep up with the medium. You keep up with what's going on. Yeah. And you also go up there with spending money. Like you're you're going up there to consume. Because I saved my money for that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. saying but yeah. I'm going there to make money. You're going there to spend money. But at the same time, I met a lot of people who had their podcasts on there, too. Which, my, my friend David, you know, David Pigney, yeah. uh, he said, Amos, you need to make business cards. I said, oh, I'm not going to make any business cards. So while I was there, I was just telling people what I'm doing while I'm here to see my um, favorite artists and writer. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... I was going to try to do some uh, interviews. Get some sound bites. Get some, some sound bites. Yeah, interviews, yeah. right? And I didn't have a business card. So, I mean, I was kind of... That's all part... That's, you gotta, You have to dress the part, man. Yeah. You ha What do they say? Half, half of success is just looking like you belong. Right. Act like you've been there before. 
Right. And so, I mean, I kind of shot, shot myself in the foot on that one, man. But I did yeah. get an opportunity to, to um, do a little sound bite and interview a couple of artists and writers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in the podcast. I'm, I'm still trying to cut and paste and do everything like that for the podcast. Yeah, it's hard to be a one-man it's, show, ain't it? It is, man. But I'm, you I'm putting all my, the work. I got to put it in, man. I got to pay my due, pay my dues, dude. I mean, I got to. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like Heroes Con, man. Like I said, I've been going for the past eight years, man. My first Heroes Con, I didn't have nothing. How did you get into Heroes Con this year? How did I get in? Oh, man. Um, some people that I know, a good friend of mine named Mark Bagley. I mean, I, he helped me out. But I was going to go anyway. How were you going to go anyway? I was going to go anyway and pay $40 for three for three days, advanced tickets. I was going to go anyway. I was going to pay no, the hotel. You told me that you were going to go with that other dude who but has that, his own comic label. Yeah, that too. But, you know, that I had to do it. When Mark said, see, Mark sometimes switches years of going to the Heroes Con, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, one year he don't go, next year he goes. Then Dragon Con, Hero Con. And you're and always, like, if he does he know that if he's going that... That's an automatic that Amos is coming with him. Does he, or does he extend the offer? Or does he say, hey, Amos, we're going to Heroes Con? Well, sometimes. And I said, yo, Mark, you going to Heroes Con this year? I don't know. I might not go this year. So I thought he wasn't going this year, man. All of a sudden he said he's going. Like, oh, man, Mark, could I so-and-so, you know. You know, Mark is pretty cool, man. I mean, I've yeah, been doing this I mean, guy for 15 years. he seems like a really years. cool guy. Well, he is, man. I mean, that's he, like family. Well, for you, yeah. For, yeah, for me, yeah, you know. But I mean, I, I don't think he's like your family. I think you're like his family. You're like, you're like the lost puppy that walked up to his door one day. I'm the son they don't talk about. He kind of, he kind of <laughs> just took you in. Yeah. He said, right. "Oh, this poor dog has mange and one eye. Wow. And can barely really, walk. really, Brian? Really? <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm dead, dead. Well, he did do this one time. I, my one year I was at Heroes Con with him, and I said I need to get a um, signature um, sign. I mean, a book signed by mm-hmm. Brian Bendis. You know, he yeah, Brian did, they Ultimate did Spider-Man. together. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't get in line because Brian had a damn a line. Out <laughs> so the Brian ass. just walked or, up there. Yeah. I said, Yo, Mark, can I get an signature? <laughs> you called in a look at you. You are." And so I said, yo, Mark, I can't get in there, man. I gotta you... look up the definition of freeloader. Nah, and I'm not a freeloader. Anyway, I gotta look the definition up. So anyway, man, I'm going and I said, Mark, I can't get in line. Can you at least man, get the opportunity when you get the time yeah. to do it for me? Yeah, sure. I'm like, I'll do it. And, you know, he wasn't doing anything at the time. So we go to um, Ben's line, right? And Brian, uh, Mark said, um, Brian, this is my friend Amos. You know, we sent, I sent my adopt him, you know, <laughs> something like that. And, you know, he got some cancer herpes, diabetes, <laughs> all kinds of crazy shit, man. And the He's pe- about to die. Sign this shit for him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the people in the, art, in the line said, oh, we're so sorry, sir. I said, please don't listen to Mark. He is joking. And they were <laughs> actually believing Mark, man. Like, damn. <laughs> so that's the kind of relationship I got with them, man. I yeah, mean, that's cool, man. I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't have that kind of relationship with anybody. Well, you got a relationship with me. Yeah, but you ain't famous. Like, you can't, you can't, there's not a whole lot of strings you can pull. Like, that guy can pull strings at conventions. Dang it. If you're standing in line and you and Mark Bagley, y'all like, I'm sure he can make his way to the front of the line and you're just going to ride along with him. Like, at at almost any line in that place. (laughs) Really? So I'm a yes man? No, no, no. I'm I'm just fucking with you. But no, it was it was cool, man. I mean, I, I go every year with or without Mark. Well, next year you're gonna have business cards, I'm guessing. Oh hell yeah, and you gonna help me out with that too. <laughs> so since since I'm gonna use your um, expertise, yeah, well, designing my, my services. Card. We won't say expertise, but we'll say services. I'm trying to give you credit, Brian. Come on, Come here, man. Boy. Come here. I'm oh. trying to give you credit, man. Come on now. You almost messed that up, didn't you? So yeah, I mean, I mean, here was kind of always fun for me. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'd love to go back. I just, I man. I have to change up what I'm doing 
in order for me to go back because me doing exactly what I'm doing now is gonna render me a, 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 in the hole again. Like I right. either I will have to have worked share on a share a table, man, with someone. There's not enough room to share, man. Like I there's just it's it I I have to change something up. Something has to change. Like, so when you get your book done, what you need to do for maybe a future um, heroes con, have your book out. And just have your banner and have prints of your stuff. That's it. I, I know, but that's even that, that's that for us just small. Well, doing conventions. That's I. I'm not. I'm under no delusion. No one is coming there to see me or see whatever I've created for myself. The, what pays the bills as far as going to these conventions is my fan art. Yeah, I notice. So if I don't display the fan art, I'm no different than what I was this time when I went to Heroes Con. Somebody waiting. For someone to come up to their booth and stumble upon what I've got. Well, another question for you is this: If someone just like you just starting out, would you recommend Heroes Con? Not as for I, a first con, or what second or third con? You're talking like about that? being like an upcoming artist. Upcoming artist, yeah. All right, if I would not, I I, I would. Re- I, I think you need to go. I think it's be it'd be great to go. As long as you go with the understanding that you're probably not going to make money and it's probably going to cost you. If you go there knowing that, like if, you, if you're doing your artwork as like a part-time thing, like, like you have a 40-hour-a-week job yeah, and you kind of just dabble in art, then I think you're not using it to pay your bills. Then get a table. Just know that you're not going to make all that money back. Right. But if you're trying to feed your kids and you're trying to put together stuff, if you're at my level where I am, I wouldn't recommend it. Now I'm sure that there's like Matari made Matari made like three hundred and fifty dollars the first day on paintings, but he's selling paintings at a hundred and fifty two hundred dollars. Yeah, pop. I've seen his paintings, man. It's pretty and, good. And not to take anything away from Matari, but all of it is just straight fan art. Like there, it's just you know it's fan art. So I, I'm trying, and, and me personally, I'm at a stage now where I'm going to try to turn my fan art game down. I don't want to be regarded as just a fan art artist. I want to start putting together projects. I need to start doing stuff. I need to start being a working artist that is not just doing fan art for me. I need to have paying projects. I need to be doing covers for this guy, inks for this guy. I need to be putting together a portfolio of work that I've done. Not just pinups that I've done. Yeah, I can see and you doing so that, that. That's me. That's me knowing that I want to change it up. Can I live? I could I. I get. Well, this isn't going to be a question. This is. Yes, I could. Hold on. The wife says. Hope I'm not interrupting. Not. No, she's not interrupting. No, oh, no, she's not. <laughs> yeah, but it's the wife, man. You got to keep her happy. I know that much. Let's see. Y'all still recording? Yeah, we're recording downstairs. See, guys, Brian Silverback's here texting right now. You know, we got to keep this organic. We got to yeah, keep it so real. I'm keeping it 100 with you. 100. All right. So, um, where was I? Oh, so yes, I know that I could do 18 different versions of Deadpool pinups. Right. And I'd I, I be, I be folding money. I could keep drawing Deadpool. I could draw the shit out of Harley Quinn. I could draw the shit out of Bubba Fett. I could draw the shit out of a Batman, Superman. I could draw all those characters, and I could just churn them out. And they would be straight fan art. Like, at least what I've got now 
is like mashup style art. You know, it's not just a Deadpool. It's a Deadpool and a Red Power Ranger. You know, like, oh, that's weird. It's a Deadpool and Assassin's Creed. By the way, Stan Lee liked it. He, he did retweet one of my pictures without knowing that it came from me, but he did retweet it. But so I'm, I'm providing something different. Now, in order for me to be what I truly don't want, I could just draw 18 Deadpools doing karate chops or flipping off the camera. I could, I could do that, and I would be counting money all the time. But I would not be happy with myself because I don't just want to... I know that I make my money from fan art, but I feel that I'm not just doing fan art for the sake of doing fan art. Right. I'm doing. I'm making funny stuff. I'm putting together witty stuff, stuff that I think looks really cool. Uh, but honestly, Amos, I could I could sit there and do conventions for the next three years and come up with no original content and just continue to draw the popular characters of that time, and I'm going to make enough money. So I could have gone to Heroes Con. And just just sold Prince, 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 Prince of Deadpool, all these different Deadpools that I have, and I would I would have been folding money, and with, but with I would your, have felt with, like a sellout. And with your Prince, though, I mean, like you said, it's more of a mashup. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the guy next to me, it's just he drew Deadpool, he drew Bubba Fett, like he didn't draw a Deadpool mashup with Bubba Fett like I did, right? Like he doesn't have that. He doesn't have the Powerpuff Girls as Harley Quinns. He doesn't have that. And then you yeah. got that kind of information. Remember, you asked the question with Buzz about Prince. You said your prints was made created by you, by it's a matchup. Well, he, he had he had brought up the term print print vendor, yeah. And I did I wasn't aware of what a print vendor was. And a print vendor is someone who opens a booth and just sells prints of other people's stuff. Right. Like they're not the artists. They're so. But there are something that's a print vendor. Right. Now I've also been privy to what a print artist is. Hey, babe. Hey, Penny. She's wearing green. She looks like a booger. <laughs> uh, so uh, at now, and I came up with a term. I was at Magic City, and there was a guy doing. He's recruiting for his upcoming convention. He's like, "Hey, I got this convention coming up." Blah blah blah. I, I'm, I'm approaching artists that have original content. I don't need any more print artists. And I got to thinking about it. What is a print artist? Well, what I just described to you—the guy that has the 16 Deadpool's yeah. and the 500 Bubba Fets. And he doesn't have anything that he's done of his own. That's what people are referring to as a, a print, artist. print artist. Right. All they're doing is just simply designing stuff for prints. And granted, these these are talented. There's a lot of these print artists that are just phenomenal print artists. They do excellent, excellent work. But can they do a comic book? Do they have anything of their own? And I don't want to be. I don't want to be labeled as a. This podcast isn't about me. This podcast is about heroes. Comedy. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later, man. No, it could be another thing, man. It's I don't want to be labeled as a print artist, so I could be, and then I would be successful at Heroes Con. But I don't want to be because my personal goals won't let me do that. Yeah, I understand what you're talking about. So, uh, back, sorry, I got back, way back off. to back to but me. The original question was the original question was how do you recommend this convention for up and coming artists? As a learning experience, yes. Just be sure that you know that you are not going to... The odds are against you of coming home making money. And you'll want to spend all the money you made anywhere. Because you're, you're going to be there with artists that you grew up and admired. Or that you follow on social media. You're going to want to spend every dollar you make on someone else's artwork. That's right. You know what I spent on a sketch by um, Stacey Lee? I told you about that, right? Stacey Lee, mm-hmm. she's an artist that um doing 
silk for Marvel. Silk, yeah. Yeah, so I spent eighty dollars for a headshot. Now that's that I spent eighty dollars. Eighty dollars on a headshot, yeah, but, but it was it from was... a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, man. But it was it was worth my eighty bucks. Cause I mean I like her work. I, I and that that's the and thing. That's, that's most of what it is. Is you're paying that artist as hey I really appreciate. Does it is it eighty dollars worth of work that you got? No, it's it's you saying hey I really appreciate what you do and this is kind of my way of saying thank you for all that you've done for me. Yeah, that's how I feel when I get a sketch done, something like that. Cause it's an artist that I like and a character that I like. Very different from the people that just seek signatures. I'm not like that. I know, but you can get a lot of signatures at Heroes Con. But I'm gonna give you an example, right? Well, I'm now gonna do an example. I'm gonna give you the yell guys. I'm doing my own fingers, and y'all won't see it. But anyway, um, when Mark was doing all the signatures and everything, you know, those people had the um, grading company. They had them come every freaking time and seeing Mark sign those books. And get them graded. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes they, they come like four or five of the same damn book. But then again, they go flip them and sell them on eBay. Yeah. what you call it on eBayers. I mean, they, the, the signatures Oh, they're are, just flippers. They're I flippers, think, man. So what what's irritating to me is that, I don't know if it's irritating, but it just, I, I, I wish that there was a way that the more famous people at Heroes Con were able to set a price for flippers and someone who just genuinely admires them. Yeah. Like, if I'm in your line... And I ask you to sign this one item of mine. It's because I really appreciate it, and I th- and I'm going to hold it personal. It's going to be in my personal collection. It's there. Be- I'm asking you because I really want this item signed, and it's something I'm going to hold on to. The guy that has eight copies of Wolverine number one and ask you to sign them, they're not all his holy grails. They're not all something he's going to hold dear and treasure. So charge that motherfucker a hundred dollars a signature. But the guy that's getting you to sign his little card or something, hey, Timmy, or whatever, like that signature should probably be like five bucks now, because that guy's... Now, my experience, you know, going to Heroes Con, man, I get a couple of books what I like and have my artists and uh, writers sign it, but I'm not going to go there but you and haven't flipped them. I haven't Those flipped them. That's, that's not my intent. Collection. That's not my intent to go to the con and flip them. If I want to flip something, man, I will go do it without the signature. I would just do a regular book. But well, I know, but I mean, honestly, if, if you were in a financial position yeah, I understand. to pay for that, but I wish the artist would be able to, if this if someone is getting 80 things signed, they're not holding them all personally, and what your signature isn't shit. They don't care about you, they're just trying to make money off of your name. You know what, and it's so crazy is that some of the fans that came to Mark Table, man... Um, Mark apostrophe Ma- yes. Ma- I'm Mark's. sorry, Mark's Table... Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they um said, Mr. Bagley, I, I, you're inspiring. I mean, gen- it was genuine, genuine, like, genuine. They was they I really like you. you. I've looked up to your work. Right. You know, this back in New Warriors yeah. when you started with New Warriors, man. They had old copies of that. I'm like, wow. I got New Warriors number one. Yeah, I got one New New Warrior somewhere. You do? Why you want me? To- I don't know where it is. <laughs> Either that or it's in shit condition. I can't remember. But the the point is this, man. That I mean, I go there. For the experience and the interaction with my favorite artists and writer, for instance, I mean Matt Fraction and Kelly Sue were there. Yeah, and they I were see, sitting right next to each other. Weren't yeah, they? they always sit um, next to each other, yeah. and I, I love going oh, to their panels. Oh, they did the panel the last time you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I love their panels, and you see what I put on Instagram and everything yeah. like that. I mean, they actually care for their fans, and that's that's a good thing, man. When you know that your fans are the people that buy your product and you they adore you. 
and stuff like that, man, you, you at least show some, you know. There um, has to be some sort of membership program Membership, yeah, right. So that me as the artist can recognize when I'm dealing with someone who has followed me from day one as opposed to the guy, the old man that's just got the other shit on eBay as soon as I sign it. Yeah, it's so funny because when I talked to man... Walking they... around with coolers and coolers <laughs> and coolers. Dude, these guys are rolling around with igloo coolers full of comic books. And you know why they got coolers? Because they got wheels on them and they can carry them. Do you see how many boxes and boxes yes. of comics on wheels in there, man? Yes. It's ridiculous. And it, it is every one of them 350... 400 pounds. I can't do that, man. These guys are humongous. (laughs) These are some big guys toting all these long I only had a few comic books to take to get signed, man. These guys have boxes, and women too, women included, have boxes. Oh, I did. With boxes. Yo, it was one woman, in, oh, might have been a teenager girl, whatever. She had like a a Batgirl costume, whatever. Mm -hmm. She had like a box full of comics and a list. She was just, (laughs) I'm like, whoa, man. I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not to that point. Yeah. You know, but back she to what I was saying. No, man, in my money, I don't have any money. Back to what I was saying, that was so funny. When I got my signature signed for sex criminals for Matt, I said, mm-hmm. Yo, how you doing, Matt? It's just a casual conversation. Yeah. That's what I like, man, because when I go there, I talk to him. You know, and he said, Amos, how you doing? I'm doing fine. And they know me one by first name. Well, that I'm sure that is in small part to you being friends with Bagley and. But you know what? They also were at Dragon Con last year. I asked her when she's coming. I mean, Kelly Sue was coming to Dragon Con. She said she might not come. What and I'm saying, you get, you have to admit that at some level, it's like, oh yeah. Oh, th- first off, they're gonna be like, oh, that's that black guy that we see with <laughs> with Mark Bagley all the time. Yeah, I told Mark, said, "Mom, the only black friend you get." <laughs> I started laughing. Man. What I'm saying, so I mean, that makes that makes you recognizable. Yeah, they recognize me. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, times I hung with Mark at the convention, I met uh, some of the artists. That and you go to every convention. Every convention you can. Man, yeah, yeah. I mean, saying. I know the artists too. I mean, they recognize, they remember me. Shit, there's a guy at, at Heroes Con that that just recognizes you and he's just a patron oh hell yeah I mean guys it's kind of creeped me out man dude yeah. every time in Heroes Con or the Mini Con in January remember that yes Heroes Mini Con hey how you doing I'm doing fine and by the life of me I do not know this man's name <laughs> and he looks like he could be special and he is I mean I work with special needs people but, but the point is this he recognized you remember me but yeah, I don't but remember the guy a serial killer trying to get you man yo chill out with that man <laughs> I got a stalker a serial killer now you, you maybe, but you, I, won't, you won't know until it kills you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, body to somebody kill you, right? Yeah, some old biggie. That's right, that's right. A little hip hop stuff right there. Speaking of hip hop, DMC was at Heroes Con. He was. I got to see him. He walked by my table a couple times because uh, you got to pass my table to get to the bathroom. <laughs> I actually talked to him, man. It was short, but I actually talked to him. He's a cool, he's like a cool guy. I was gonna snag a selfie, but I was like, ah. I don't even think I wanted a selfie, man. It's just that the conversation with the guy, man. That's what I wanted, you know. Yeah, that's how I feel. But yeah, man, Heroes Con is always a big thing for me. I mean, it's fun. I have a lot of fun. I just, I'd like to go there and not lose money. Well, for me, I mean, the best day for Heroes Con for, Heroes Con for me is Sunday. For the dealers and vendors and all that. And, you know, you get your oh, that's discount. any convention, that's any right? convention, yeah. That's always, but... I've, I've found a couple of Batman and Robin books, you know, hardcovers for cheap. But, I mean, I'm, that's, I'm a comic book collector. But I always love the experience, even though the auction, the Heroes Con auction. Well, I yeah, guess, I didn't go this year. My my hotel was too far away. But even though I'm not going next year, I'm going to have something in the auction. Oh, you are? Yeah. That's I'm good. I'm either going to send it up with, uh, I'm probably going to send it up with Battlegrounds Comics, since they asked me, you know. Why not send it to, with me? 
I, I get it registered and send it on. Because they already asked. Oh, I mean, then forget about Amos. You know, my podcasting, forget about me, man. <laughs> Amos, I think really? you, got enough, you got enough artistic friends in high places that you don't need to be... You don't need me. But come on, Brian. Not kind of... Yo, chill out. See, guys, I got the dog over here now. He's all excited. <laughs> now, Brian Silverback just got bit by his own dog. <laughs> I didn't get bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, you having fun over here. He's going to knock some stuff over. Oh, shit. That hurt. See, everybody want to keep it 100. And they got a dog around here running, barking. He's an American bulldog who I think is one chromosome short of being fully functioning. But no, all all in all, man, I had a great time at Heroes Con. Like I said, I had the opportunity to talk to some um, artists and did some like sound bites and everything, which I'm gonna put on here. And uh, it's just the experience I love. I, mean, I yeah, like to I, have. I I I think I would have had more fun had I stayed at a closer hotel. Yeah. But it would have cost me more money to stay at a closer hotel. Yeah, with the Western, I, I, no, I always stay at the Western, man. My first year going though, I had to like walk like you did. I had to walk blocks and blocks. I didn't walk. I had to drive. It's oh. nine miles away. Oh, you drove. Yeah, nine miles to my hotel. Damn, Brian. So there's no way that I was going to be going to the auction and drive home, and I didn't, it wasn't that cool to me. Wow, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, no wonder you was up yeah, so, so early. I, well, and that when I do conventions, I normally rack out, like, right after. Like, I'll get home from a convention, and I'll turn the, or I'll get back to my room, and I'll turn the, the TV on, and I'll take a shower, and I'll order some chicken, and then... That's it. I don't feel like moving. I don't feel like doing anything. And I, now that I don't even drink, like, I, I don't even drink a beer. Like, I'm just... You don't drink anymore? No. Damn, I, I Brian. I haven't had a drink since October. Seriously? Yeah. Well, you, if you went down to Western the Lobby, you'd been just asked out because everybody yeah, would drink I, I heard, I heard uh, the guys from Battleground, so they got they got pretty shibby. Dude, I, I, man, I woke up. I didn't go to bed at 2 o'clock a.m. See, but you don't have to sit on your ass the I next know. day at the table. That's true. Trying to greet people and get it because my person, my personality is the only thing I'm able to sell with. And if I'm hung over and feeling like shit and stink, like alcohol, nobody's buying that. That forty six dollars I made on Sunday, I wouldn't have even made. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying, man. As an artist, you got to. Keep, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm my whole my whole persona. Everything is a brand when I'm there, so right. I can't show up. I mean, once once you start getting a name about yourself, people will just want your stuff because of your name. But at this point, at at this level, I'm at, I can't, I'm not like that. So I need to be smiles and oh, your baby's so pretty. Well, this is my. I'm gonna wrap it up right here. I'm gonna say this about Heroes Con. In my opinion, Heroes Con is one of the better cons around the United States, strictly for artists and writers. Well, you haven't been... It's not like you're going to the West Coast. You haven't been, been to San, San, Diego, San Diego. Con, But what's from... I mean, to me... to Denver. Or Denver or Baltimore or the Emerald City. And but I'm in, saying, like, so out of the ones that you've been, been to... I love Heroes Con because it's strictly, like I said, man, it's more it's for not, the, There's no celebrity guests. Anybody that is famous there is famous for doing comic books. Yeah, comic books. Not for being in a movie, not for being on a TV show, none of that shit. None. Except for last year, Stan Lee was there. Oh, that's true. It's Stan the man, and you know he had and, the, and BMC was here this year, this this year too. So. Yeah, but he, he's a rapper. I mean, he's but that that but he's doing comic books. Yeah, he's doing comic books now. So now that, that yeah. Mick Foley was there one year. I didn't tell you oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, he was there one year. Uh, he 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 has children's books. That's like, right. He has the illustrated children's books. Right. Now, granted, they have a little bit of celebrity status, but it's nowhere like Heroes Con or uh, Walker Stalker Con. Where they've convinced every celebrity that's ever been in a horror movie to come, and then you you got to pay for that. So, as as an independent artist, when you go there, 
the, your only competition is other artists. Right. And, and, and the vendors. But yeah, I mean, I mean the, the artists that I talk to, they like coming there because, like you said, it's strictly... It's meet and greet. It's, meet I greet. haven't seen you since the last time. I haven't seen you since we did this project. Yeah, you know how you many times Mark Bagley talked to someone and said, I haven't seen you since then? Yeah. He was talking about stuff back in the 90s when he was working with Marvel in the 90s, man. And that's kind of thing they have over there when you haven't seen somebody in a while in yeah. the business. They get I, together. I, I like Heroes Con. I hope, I hope someday soon that I can start going back to Heroes Con and not have to worry about the money situation. Right. Like I, I, I hope my status is different. I don't want to be rich, but I want to. I want to be on projects and stuff. You know, maybe I'll be part of a team that's on. That I'll be an inker or a penciler or something for another project, for project that's going on, so I studio. can still attend. The, the convention, but it won't just be me buying my own table sitting there with my thumb up my ass. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a pretty stinky thumb after three days. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. So, in my opinion, Heroes Con is a must-go. It's fun, man. It's fun. If you, if my listeners, y'all listen here, you must go to Heroes Con. Get an opportunity to go. If you're a comic book fan... Oh, be sure to tell them to get their hotel. Get the hotel, uh, like yeah. Six months, seven months in advance. Yeah, no, I did. You know, I was calling almost every other month. Is it my name there? Make sure you get the hotel. Yeah, you know, that's, you, that's the big part. If, if you're going to go out and do it right, get the Westin Hotel and yeah. get that room booked as soon as possible. Quickly. Because it's, not, it's right can, next to the... You can save the tickets yeah. till late, the last minute, but you need to get the hotel room first. Right, that's so true, man. It's right near the convention center. It's walking distance, right across the street. It is, yeah, it is across the street. <laughs> like, you go through one crosswalk. That's it. So, Brian, anything else you got to say before we wrap it up? No. Anybody that wants to check out my stuff, I appreciate you checking out my, uh, checking out my Twitter and all that other Facebook. Silverbacks.com will get you to where you need to be. You know, I got some. I got some. Uh, I got those uh, PayPal pins coming in. Oh yeah, they look nice. Yeah, they are pretty cool. I got that coming in, and some other cool stuff coming down the pipeline. So keep your look. Oh, and I got a PayPal coloring books. Ten dollars yeah. a piece. Yes, they're nice. I haven't colored yet. I'm trying to get my, my girlfriend daughter to help me color. Cause I'm outside the line all the time. Hey, maybe that's <laughs> what it needs. <laughs> So, yeah, you can reach me on any social media outlet I have on Just Being Amos, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and that's... SoundCloud. Don't SoundCloud. SoundCloud or iTunes. iTunes, right. You know, subscribe. You know, I would love it. Give some know. thumbs up. Share, spread them, spread some love, man. Hey, hey, amen to that, brother. So, that's it for Just Being Amos. Peace. Just being a